and talking about the teams that matter to you. This is Talkin' Sports with Jim Shublin on Fort Wayne Sports Station, 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Brought to you by Automotive Color and Supply. Good morning and welcome to Talkin' Sports, powered by Automotive Color and Supply for a Saturday, September 16th, 2023. Oh, sports season, the fall sports season. You know, we've got the Major League Baseball races coming down to the wire. Well, there's one in the American League East, by the way. The Tampa Bay Rays and Baltimore Orioles in the midst of a big series there in Baltimore. Tampa Bay wins last night 7-1 and pulls even with the Orioles for the first time, I believe, since July. And, uh, of course, Tampa Bay got off to that uh, awesome start, that 12-0 start. But then the Orioles just, yep, winning. And, uh, yeah. So, actually, Baltimore is still in first place by uh, two one-thousandths of a percentage point. Yeah, two one-thousandths, yeah. Anyway, uh, that'll change after today's game or tonight's game. So, But uh, you know, all kinds of uh, intrigue going on there. The Fort Wayne Tin Caps, unfortunately, had their season end last night, losing 2-1 to one to the Great Lakes Loons. They will now go on to play in the Midwest League Championship. And uh, they will take on the Cedar Rapids. Are they still the Colonels? Anyway, they beat uh, Peoria last night by a score of 9-3. to three. So, uh, Tin Caps, great season. We're going to talk to Mike Nutter just a little bit later on in the show and uh, get his take on the season that we just uh, witnessed there. But high school football, week five of the high school football season is now in the record books, and joining us on the Talk and Sports phone line, powered by Fire and Police City County Federal Credit Union, is a man himself, Mr. Justin Kenny. Justin, good morning, sir. Well, good morning, gentlemen. How are we doing? We are wonderful. I'm speaking for myself. Brandon, how are you? No, doing good. Unfortunately, I do live in the Carroll School District, so oh. I have some neighbors <laughs> probably a little bit down today, but uh, boy, heck of a game last night. Woo. It, it was. Well, there were several games that were nail biters, and, and it's great to see in high school football. Of course, Snyder Carroll, and, and you expected that. But then Dwanger Homestead, that was a one-point margin. You had Leo East Noble that came down to the wire. It was an interception by Cam Zeisloft in the end zone with on fourth down for East Noble. Uh, it was, yeah, uh, anyway, a whole lot of intrigue and uh, coming down to the wire. But, uh, Justin, tell me what your highlights were from uh, last night, week five of the high school football season. Well, I think it's it's tough not to start over at Spooler Stadium and what we saw with Carroll and Snyder. And, and Snyder wins that game and, and seals it with a, a great tackle on the edge by Lucas Oberholzer on Nathan Starks to prevent the, the first down on fourth and short. And it was a game that lived up to the billing. We've looked at these two teams, Snyder and Carroll, as the top two in the SAC, and it delivered. So that was up there. I think Bishop DeWinger's win as well was up there. And then I think Adam Central. And I know that wasn't mm -hmm. a game, but we all expected or at least hoped it would be. But Adam Central showed in emphatic fashion that, yeah, it's still the dog in the ACAC, and it looks like by a substantial margin. 
Yes, because even on the tailgate show prior to the broadcast of the game last night, I was uh, indicating that I thought Heritage had a shot against Adam Central. And maybe, you know, it was like, hey, Adam Central and South Adams move over. We've got Bluffton and Heritage here. And, uh, and Adam Central said, no, Jim. We don't think so, <laughs> <laughs> and that was uh, that was all she wrote for that. But yeah, Adam Central thirty-eight to nothing over Heritage, and I, and I certainly didn't expect the margin uh, to be that uh, lopsided either. No, that was a game that was thirty-five to nothing at halftime. So it wasn't as if the that thirty-eight point margin went over four quarters. Effectively, AC called off the dogs at halftime with the running clock. So it was just an emphatic exclamation point by Adam Central. And that defense in particular in shutting down Kobe Meyer, who has looked as, as good as anybody in the area through the first four weeks of the season to pretty much effectively uh, take him completely out of the game and that Her- Heritage offense. So it was as impressive of a perform- performance last night as, as anywhere is how Adam Central really slammed the door on anybody else. Now, we still have Bluffton out there, but, man, after mm-hmm. what we saw Adam Central do last night, it's tough to look at that league and say anybody else has a shot. And the Bluffton Adam Central game is in two weeks. Is that correct? Yes, correct. So I think Bluffton goes. Yeah, they go. Bluffton will go. Adam Central and Heritage in consecutive weeks. So that'll be a good indicator of where Bluffton is. Yes, indeed. Well, in, in looking at the Summit Athletic Conference as well, some of the scores last night: Lures uh, shut out Concordia thirty-eight to nothing. Northside over Northrop thirty-eight to six. Wayne takes care of Southside forty-seven to six. Um, in those those three scores, but Bishop Lewers uh, getting well uh, now. They're three and zero in conference play, three and two overall. They are, and and it's amazing going through the ACE or the ASAC and look at teams that after two weeks out of conference, you said, "Oh man," mm-hmm. and I think you can you can center on the Bishops too in that respect. But Bishop Lewers consecutive wins out, out, over Northrop, Wayne, and Concordia to go three and zero. They have Homestead sitting there at the end of the season, week nine, that you kind of look at. Also, Dwanger coming up in rivalry week in a couple weeks. But with the the, the the format with the divisions is Bishop Lures avoid Snyder, and they avoid Carroll as well. And, and when you look at how the SAC has decided, and it goes by overall record uh, in, the, in the conference across both divisions, right. and you say, man, Bishop Lures has an easier road, so to speak, than a Snyder or Carroll to win the SAC. So Bishop Lewis is on track, but they have to go to Northside next week, a team that uh, has kind of found its groove a little bit with back-to-back dubs. Looking at the Northeast 8, uh, and of course, uh, you know, the New Haven Bulldogs 41-15 to over Norwell, setting up uh, that collision course next Friday night at New Haven where the Columbia City Eagles will come calling. These are two teams that are 5-0 and overall, 3-0 and in any eight action, and uh, Columbia City 49-17 uh, to over DeKalb last night as well. So both of these teams clicking on all cylinders, especially offensively, and uh, here we go. Somebody's, uh, somebody's going to uh, you know, experience their first loss of the season next week, and... Uh, Man, I'll tell you what, it's just too bad this couldn't have been the last week of the regular season. Well, yeah, you look at Columbia City, and now they get into the difficult portion of their schedule. New Haven, East Noble, and Leo in consecutive weeks. And this is when we find out what Columbia City 
is about. And traditionally, this has been in recent years when the time is that we find out what Columbia City is about. So they're going to have to go to New Haven, a team that just seemingly nobody has been able to slow down that offense, right? I mean, even at Leo, it was an offense that jumped up to the 20 to nothing lead to start the, the, the game in the first quarter. So for Columbia City, this is, this is really that indicator. Similar to what we looked at Adam Central Heritage last night, guys, and you said, okay, let's see how Heritage matches up. Mm-hmm. Because they've looked good, but maybe the quality of opponent hasn't been there. And then we saw and got exposed last night against Adam Central. And that's no no knock again to, to Heritage. That's just how good Adam Central is. So next week, the week after, and then week eight, we'll find out just how good Columbia City is. Last year, they delivered. They, they proved they were the best team in the NE8. But can they do that again? They'll have to do it uh, next week at New Haven to kind of start that narrative. How about Huntington North over Belmont 13 to 12? A couple of storylines here. Huntington North gets their first win of the season, and Belmont gets their first points of the season. Baby steps, right? Baby yeah. steps for Belmont. Now it's good to see them score some points. And, and you looked at the schedule and say, man, could this, could this be the opportunity for both teams to get a win this year? Because Huntington North is not going to be favored over the final four four uh, four weeks of its game of its season regular season neither is belmont so a good win for huntington north in a game that we talk about how competitive the ne8 is two teams that are really uh, off the rest of the of the league so uh, it was a good close win for the vikings and uh, very impressive also first win for mike eschbach of course at huntington north Yes. Well, I don't think Morrison is agreeing with you. And, and when he does, and I, he's not shy about letting you know that, too. So uh, I believe he feels that Columbia City is just going to run the table from what, what he told I, it me. It sounds like it. No, he's, yeah. uh, he's, 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 he's very vocal in his disagreement this morning. Indeed. Well, you know, in, talking about the ACAC and, and Adam Central, everything goes through Adam Central. Uh, 2-0 and in conference, 5-0 and overall. Bluffton's 3-0. and with their 5-0 and record. But, um, you know, we've got the annual tussle. Uh, South Adams heads to Adams Central next week after South Adams took care of Monroe Central 28-13. to And we talked about that uh, Adams Central whitewash of the Heritage Patriots last night. Yeah, and it was an impressive win for, for South Adams because going on the road to Monroe Central, that's a Monroe Central team that's, that's down this year is traditionally usually they're a 1A power. Mm-hmm. And coming off uh, South Adams and just going on the road in that one, it felt like this could be where it really starts, uh, starts going wrong for South Adams because of back-to-back losses to Bluffton and Heritage. And they have Adams Central coming up next week. So this is very much a a game that South Adams needed to get back on track, and, and they delivered in holding Monroe Central to uh, less than 157 uh, rushing yards and really bottled them up offensively It's in, into the second half. And it was a game that, that South Adams desperately needed. And uh, Owen Wander throwing for uh, over 100. But it was, it was Colton Bollenbacher who really performed 198 yards, rushing three touchdowns for South Adams. And then you go over to Adams Central and, and you felt like, okay, Heritage, can they go in there? They're undefeated. It's it's an exciting 4-0 team. And, and just Adam Central just shut the door and, and in emphatic fashion and was up 35 nothing at halftime, scored on its first drive reasonably quickly. Heritage couldn't do anything on the ground. And you looked at it, it was like, man, this is just uh, – this is AC being AC. And, unfortunately, Heritage was at the receiving end of that. Now, we hope Boston can be a team that can give Adam Central a run, but – 
this is really looking like an AC team that's going to be a favorite to get back to Lucas Oil Stadium for the third straight season. I think so, too. I agree. Now heading over to the Northeast Corner Conference and uh, outside of West Noble in their 5-0 and record, 2-0 and in conference play by virtue of their uh, 38-8 victory over the Fairfield Falcons last night. You don't know what to expect on any given night with uh, with the corner conference. Uh, you know, Garrett uh, beaten by Eastside after beating a good Lakeland team the week before, 18-9, and holding that Lakers uh, offense in check. And uh, and then Eastside comes up. Of course, Eastside is Eastside. Uh, once again, different personnel, same, same program. But uh, it's... It, I, I don't know if you can actually prognosticate from a week-to-week basis on what's going to happen in the NECC. It's difficult. Other than West Noble at the top, it's a lot of confusion in terms of what the hierarchy is in that league. And, you know, Lakeland gets owned by uh, Garrett and, and that offense shut down, and then they go to Angola and win. I know Angola's 0-5, but they've been a competitive 0-5. They've been mm-hmm. in every game they've played except maybe that Leo game in week two. And so you don't know about Lakeland. Lakeland still has to play West Noble. Hopefully that can be a game uh, in week seven. But um, yeah, other than West Noble, it's tough to see. Garrett gets that win and then has trouble at East side. And I think it's a Garrett team that defensively is really good, but offensively where are they at? And so it's definitely maybe perhaps the most, one of the most interesting area conferences top to bottom because anything can happen in that league. Eastside can beat anybody at any time. Central Noble is that pesky team that's 2-0 yeah. in the small division after a win at Fremont. So there's just a, a lot of confusion behind the Chargers of West Noble, who are clearly the best team in the NECC, but I don't think they're good enough to just pencil in wins at Garrett next week and against Lakeland in Week 7. Yeah, West Noble heads to Garrett to take on the Railroaders uh, there. That should be an interesting matchup. But, uh, yeah, aside from that, my goodness, uh, <laughs> uh, just just watch it unfold and, and, uh, and, and check the scores. But uh, uh, what are you seeing now as, as we get into, let's say, the second half of the season? What intrigues you, Justin? Well, I think it's the NEA as I zero in on. You can look at the schedule and say, okay, every week is going to be a big game. We had it last night with Leo and East Noble, right? And next week we have it with Columbia City, New Haven. Um, the week later you have Columbia City taking on East Noble. And then you have Leo in there as well. So I think every week we're going to be, be changing our opinions of what's going on in the NEA. Can, can New Haven stay up there? Or is so... We've gotten our, our, our answer in the SAC in terms of the top team and Snyder. And now I think we're still wondering in the NE8 who that top team is because ACAC, we know it's Adam Central. We look at the NECC, we think it's West Noble. But who's that top team in the NE8? Is there a top team? Are they just going to trade positions? Who knows? But I think every week now is going to give us more and more of an answer there. Yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. I was going to say... Uh, We'll have to wait longer and longer to see who's going to uh, you know, emerge out of the dust from the NEA conference. So uh, should be should be a lot of intrigue going into the second half of the season. Well, Justin, thank you so much, and thank Morrison for us too for his commentary. Uh, we love that. <laughs> All right, appreciate well. it, guys. Take care. All right, take care. That was Justin Kenny from OPS and OutsideTheHuddle.net. Caleb and Kenny in the morning.
uh, the high school football coaches show heard right here on 1380 The Fan, 100.9 FM, and uh, assorted things. Um, Dad to a teenager, dad to a infant, uh, under one. Um, He's like Superman. He's everywhere. It's got to be. Yeah. Yeah. Although his wife might tell you that, that, you know, we think he he does it all. Of course, sometimes wives think you don't think you don't do enough. Anyway, yeah, I'm that's sure that's not the case. With different that. story, different day. Yeah, but uh, you know, Justin. Oh well. Anyway, hey, before we go to break, I want to tell you about my friends at Culligan. You do bottled water. If you do, how do you like to look at it? That's a workout in and of itself. When you go to the store, you get the water, and I, I've, I've said this before. The, just the the amount of times you got to pick up that 24 pack of of bottled water to put that in your car, in your car, out of your car, anyway, all that stuff. I got an easy solution for you for bottled water quality water at your own sink. Call Culligan 484-8668. That's 484-8668, and ask them about the reverse osmosis drinking water system. It's one that you can purchase from them. You can rent from them. But talk to a trained professional, one of their representatives who have been doing water for decades, and they will let you know exactly what you need to get bottled water quality right from your tap. It's amazing. Give Culligan a call today at 484-8668. Give your people Culligan water. We'll be back with more scores and more. You're listening to Talk and Sports, powered by Automotive Color and Supply on 1380 The Fan, 100.9 FM. If you looked at your auto or homeowner's insurance rate lately, think it's about time to get a competitive quote? Call the Wise Insurance Agency today at 260-747-5373. Located at 7410 Bluffton Road, Wise Insurance is a local company that's been in business for 25 years. Being an independent agent working with over 15 A-plus rated carriers allows Coach Ron Wise to assess your needs and determine the best option for you to give you maximum coverage with the most affordable premiums. The Wise Insurance Agency also offers motorcycle, RV, and watercraft insurance, as well as renter's insurance, flood, and umbrella policies. Multi-policy discounts are also available, and make sure to ask Ron about the good student discount up to 20%. Let Coach Wise show you the fundamentals of getting the right insurance. Don't put it off. Contact Coach Ron and the Wise Insurance Agency team today at 260-747-5373 or find them online at thewiseinsuranceagency.com. If you looked at Football is back, and so is 1380 The Fan's Pigskin Picks. Pick every game every week to play for weekly prizes. Plus, the overall leader at the end of the season will win tickets to the Colts' 2024 home opener. Sign up at 1380thefan.com or by texting pigskin to 46862. Only on Fort Wayne Sports Station, 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. What's crack a in Indiana? Fred Grody here from Grody Mitsubishi. And this September, I've got disco fever. So you can get a groovy deal on a stellar Mitsubishi you love. Here's the skinny. If your old ride's a bummer, bring it to me. And I'll help you drive a nifty new ride for just $7 down. Oh, suki suki. So even if you're still making payments on your current ride, I want to help you ditch it. And boogie down in a car you love. Because right now you can drive for just $7 down. But Fred... 
What if my credit's a little funky? Don't worry, darling. My For the People credit approval process is out of sight. We've got good vibes with the banks and lenders who want to approve you. So ditch your old ride and drive something groovy for just $7 down. I'm Frank Grody and I am a dealer for the people. Visit me between Lake and State on Coliseum. See all my rides at GrodyNation.com. That's GrodyNation.com. Peace out. Credit is $7 down required bank approval. Negative equity may be refinanced. Example, stock number R3910, $7 down, $199 per month for 72 months at 7.99%. APR. Offer absolutely expires September 30th, 2023. At the Alzheimer's Association Walk to End Alzheimer's, walking means so much more. It means fighting for a different future, for families facing the disease today, for treatment. Because when you take part in Walk to End Alzheimer's, you're not just walking, you're fighting to stop the disease. We're closer than ever, but to get there, we need you. Join us for the world's largest fundraiser to fight the disease. Register today at alz.org slash walk. When it comes to making plans, you are the best. What about those round trips that you plan in advance, which are perfect on your way there and perfect on your way back? Or those meetings with friends for which you make a group chat three months before so that nobody or anything is missing? Or your daughter's first birthday party. You planned it with such dedication that instead of the first, it felt like our quince's. The same way you plan each detail for those moments. Start planning to protect you and your loved ones from a natural disaster. Sign up for local weather and emergency alerts. Prepare an emergency kit and make a family communications plan. Protecting your family is the best plan you can make. Get started at ready.gov slash plan. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. Now back to Talkin' Sports with Jim Shovelin on Fort Wayne Sports Station. 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Welcome back to Talkin' Sports, powered by Automotive Color and Supply. Good Saturday morning to you. Should be uh, temps in the low 70s today, so if you want to get out and... You know, do anything in my yard? Go ahead. Uh, I, I will. I'm fine. What, Brent? What? I, you, I, I you agree, know, but I wasn't ready for it. Yeah. I agree. You know, it won't happen if you don't ask. I, I that's what I figure. Yeah, all they can say is no. That's if somebody true. comes over with a, you know, with a lawnmower and maybe a weed eater or something like that, I'm not gonna get mad at them. Well, when they're done in Leo, if they want to come over to Huntertown and take care of mine. I'll See, give you a shout-out on the air. Now it's not such a bad idea now, That's is pretty it? darn good idea. <laughs> <laughs> because there's a whole lot of uh, football on today that I'd like to watch. And, mm-hmm. you know, got a, got a family thing. So, uh, yeah, all kinds of fun stuff today. So, yeah, anyway. But, uh, hey, text line is open at 46862. That's 46862. Please put TS in the front of your message so we'll know that, hey, that one's for us. And, uh, you know, were you at a high school football game last night? Uh Give us your thoughts. Uh, Fort Wayne Tin Caps uh, were beaten last night uh, in the divisional finals, and uh, what a great season. We're going to talk to Mike Nutter a little bit later on in the show and get his thoughts on on the season that was um, and just completed as of last night. And then we're uh, after uh, this break, we're going to uh, be talking with Mike McCaffrey, athletic director at the University of St. Francis, in our weekly Cougar chat, and uh, he's got uh, a sports team over there that's, uh, well, on fire. So we'll talk to Mike about that. And um, 
Once again, get your text at 46862. That's 46862. Don't forget, after today's show, we've got Fighting Irish Preview with the Judge Phil Houck and America's foremost authority on Notre Dame Fighting Irish Football, Mr. Tim Priester, as they give you a Fighting Irish Preview in Central Michigan. The chips, I believe, are on the agenda for the Irish today, so we'll see how things fare there. And uh, also, uh, don't forget, if you miss any part of this show, you can uh, check out our podcast page that is on 1380thefan.com. Just look for the podcast. We are there. We are also on all the social media platforms uh, that have podcasting, whether that be Apple, Google, Spotify, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So uh, you can do that. So while we got a couple of minutes, uh, Mr. Brandon, Professor Pond. Yes, sir. Your podcast, Facts Over Fandom, this week talks about? We're talking about Title IX and in oh. relation to what's happening in Michigan State with their suspended former football coach, mm-hmm. however we want to kind of um, label that right now. And, you know, a lot of people think about Title IX as equity in sports and making sure that women have the same rights as men and scholarships and everything else in between. And that was passed in 1972. But it also covers instances of sexual harassment and abuse. And and I'm saying this, I, I don't know what happened there. I'm not making judgments right. on anything. Yeah. Uh, but the reason why there would be an investigation is if what is alleged actually happened, that would fall under Title IX for faculty and, and staff and, and students at a, uh, at a higher education institution that gets federal funds, which Michigan State does, and that's why it's being investigated. And so there's a lot that goes along uh, with that. So I try to break that down because, again, I think when we think about Title IX, we think mostly about sports, but it encompasses so much more than that. And schools really invest a lot of money and a lot of time and a lot of staff to make sure they're compliant, because if you're not, you could lose federal funding, and then you're in pretty bad shape. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, federal funding is a must and in this day and age for uh, collegiate athletics and such uh, as well. Now, you also uh, teach sport management at, at Trine, mm-hmm. and uh, you have, in, in a, you're active on social media, you have projects for your students, yep. and, uh, and currently... Uh, what are some of the projects that you've got going on to ready these students for, let's say, their careers? Probably my favorite class I get to teach is our senior um, capstone class for our sport management students. And it's a project class. So in the fall, we probably do my favorite project of the year. Uh, and we uh, partner with the Detroit Pistons. Like we've done the, the Mad Ants for mm-hmm. a number of years, rest in peace. But now we're with the Detroit Pistons and we do a ticket sales class with them. So um, the students are going to be selling um, actual game tickets for the Pistons for all 41 home games. We do some training with the Pistons are coming down to Angola here in a couple weeks, and we're going to do some training with them, release them, I think, October 1st. And it's great for these students because they get some actual real world experience. Right. And it's something quantifiable they can put on their resume. And we've had students who've won that competition because we make it a little competition with students um, who've won, who've gone on to work for um, the, the Colts, the Indy Indians, uh, the, the Pistons, Detroit, um, I think up with the Red Wings as well. So um, it's been a great, a great experience. That's awesome. Uh, and 
Yeah, it, it isn't just uh, one of those things where you, you pick up the phone and go, hey, how many you want? <laughs> because you know, it's there, a lot more complicated. There is so much more to it and so many proper questions that must be asked. If you go to a business, a group, an organization, and talk to them about group tickets and, and, and you know procuring those, you know, it's, it's well, what kind of distance are you traveling to get to the game? What night's going to be the best? Is this uh, an employment thing? And if so, do you have different shift workers? Do you close down so that all the employees can be eligible to go? And once there, you know, do you have milestones? Do you have, because there's so many things, uh, the, the fan experience uh, packages that you have based on, let's say, how many tickets you sell. You know, do you have somebody celebrating a, a 25th or 30th anniversary? You know, the Comets and the Tin Caps do great jobs mm -hmm. at, at this as well locally. But, yeah, there, there's so much more to it to make the experience one that will be memorable and make these people want to come back and be part of this. Absolutely. And it's just an incredibly... Uh, positive thing to do in your community in selling tickets is fun um i worked in corporate sales when i was in baseball and i know you've done corporate sale i kind of like that a little bit more because i feel like your relationship building and you're dealing with these same people year after year after year mm -hmm. um so i i always really appreciated that but i think with what they're doing to your point this is a great starting point for them to understand that process yes you're not just kind of smiling and dialing and just kind of hoping hey this one buys you know, it's it's more than that. And, you know, we're consultive selling. So it's nothing. We're not pushy. We're not doing anything unethical. Let's find them a, a great game at the price they want and the seat they want and make it a great experience. Yeah. So it sounds so easy. Oh, it's so easy. <laughs> but, but, but it takes it takes a little bit of, uh, well, education to be able to uh, to to be successful. Yep. So we're going to go ahead and step out, take a time out when we come back. We're going to be talking with Mike McCaffrey, Athletic Director at the University of Sucking Sports, powered by Automotive Color and Supply, on 1380 The Fan, 100.9 FM. Do you know what makes you so special? You're unique. Your personality, style, and your likes and dislikes. That's why Blade Man's Knife Shop is your knife shop. You need a knife as unique as you are, and Blade Man's has a huge in-stock inventory to connect you with the knife that will seem like it was custom-made just for you. Hi, this is Mark, the owner of Blade Man's Knife Shop, and I'd like to personally invite you out to the store to see the area's best selection of quality knives. We have Benchmade, Spyderco, Microtech, Protech, Hogue, Zero Tolerance, Medford Knife & Tool, ADV Tactical, Tour Knives, and many more. We also have a great selection of custom knives. Prefer to shop online? Check out our great selection on BladeMansKnifeShot.com. We pride ourselves on fast shipping. So check us out on BladeMansKnifeShot.com or stop by the store in the shops of Scout Road and have a cup of coffee on me. Be in the know and follow BladeMans on Facebook and Instagram today. And BladeMans offers a 10% discount for police and military. Check out the collection of Shun Knives, the finest in kitchen cutlery. Plus, get in-store services including blade sharpening. BladeMans Knife Shop on Illinois Road in the shops of Scott Road. Hey Siri, take me to Cup A Joe Cafe. Which Cup A Joe Cafe? The one on Main Street. Here it is on the map. Starting route to Main Street. Today, this is how many people get to where they want to go. While driving, they may ask Siri or the manufacturer's app in their dash. While at home, they may ask their smart speaker or favorite app like Snapchat or Nextdoor. This is reality. Voice to navigate. Voice to find business hours. Voice to call. Don't miss out on the opportunity to always be there for them. You can control what apps, voice assistants, maps, and community platforms know about your business. If your info isn't accurate in these places, it's simple. You won't be found. 
loan. Can you afford to make this mistake? Let FDS Local help. FDS Local offers the service that manages all of these in one place easily so you don't miss a beat or a customer. To receive a free report on how easily your business is found, text LOCAL to 46862. That's LOCAL to 46862 to request your free report today. Are you ready to pack with power and precision? Packerjack, your local packaging experts. From stretch wrap to banding, tapes to corner boards, and edge protection and PPE, we've got it all to ensure your shipments arrive safe and sound. We offer stretch wrap machine and battery-operated banders for ultimate efficiency and convenience. At Packerjack, we take pride in delivering top-notch quality and exceptional service. Visit us today or online at Packerjack.com and experience the difference with the trusted packaging partner right here in the Tri-State area. Wrap it up with Packerjack. Packerjack.com. Tuning into the baseball game, monitoring the incoming storm, catching your favorite talk show. These are just a few of the reasons more than 80 million Americans depend on AM radio each month. And did you know AM radio is the backbone of the emergency alert system, keeping us safe in dangerous times? It's reliable, free, and public safety depends on it. Text AM to 52886 and tell Congress we need AM radio in cars. This message furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters. Now back to Talkin' Sports with Jim Shovlin on Fort Wayne Sports Station, 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Welcome back to Talkin' Sports, powered by Automotive Color and Supply. Little Chicago, 25 or 6 to 4. I'm really old. Welcome back. If uh, you missed any part of the show, just check out our podcast page at 1380thefan.com and uh, click on the link that shows where all the Federated Media podcasts are in the 1380 podcast. And uh, otherwise, just go to your uh, preferred social media platform and uh, get a podcast of each and every show each and every week. Let's go to the Talking Sports phone line powered by Fire Police City County Federal Credit Union because on that Talking Sports phone line is University of St. Francis Athletic Director Mike McCaffrey. Mike, good morning, sir. Good morning, Jimmy. How are you, my friend? I am great this morning. And I noticed that uh, you've got a men's soccer team that uh, is, well, on a roll. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they are. Six in a row. I uh, got another one at 11 o'clock this morning here coming up over at Darcy Stadium. So hopefully we can make it seven against uh, Siena Heights uh, coming down from the, the WAC from up in Michigan. Um, but, yeah, they are they are playing well. They're playing together as a team. Uh, seems like they battle and battle. And then right when you think that we're, we're not going to get one in, they put one in the net. Uh, they've had some games where we've scored five or six goals. Some other games we've won one nothing. Um, so they're, uh, they're playing well. They're playing together as a team. They seem to be... Uh, enjoying each other and, and their new coach Mamba, and then he certainly come in and in his first year, uh, kind of picked up uh, where where we left off last year with some improvement. But uh, I don't know that we thought we were going to be this good this early in the season, and uh, obviously racking up some wins before we get to the the gauntlet of the Crossroads League is going to be beneficial for us long term. But uh, no, it's fun. I mean, we've got uh, guys like Enrique and Luis and, and Jan and everybody, and they're out there just battling and battling and. Uh, Mamba is doing a great job, and, and I love having him a part of our team. Well, Enrique has five goals already on this season, and, yeah. uh, which is, in, in soccer terms, that's a pretty incredible season already. Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah. 
And and by the way, my my eight year old grandson, I just got a text that he scored a goal in his soccer game this morning. There you go. Lesson. Yeah, there you he, go. Sign him up. Oh, I'll up. tell you what. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so just to, you know, I don't want any recruiting violations or anything like that. Just, no, but, no, uh, we're good. It's, it's NAI, <laughs> not NCAA. There we go. Yeah, that's right. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we can talk about family. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> well, what uh, you know, we we've, we've got cross country and and obviously. Uh, you know, it just a, a lot of special uh, student athletes around cross country as well. So, I mean, this is still a very busy time for athletics at the University of St. Francis. Yeah, it is. They went down and ran last night on the men's and the women's at uh, Taylor, the Bullock Invitational. Um, didn't probably come in as, as good as we wanted with some of our times, but it's uh, it's a young team. Um, Alex, uh, our superstar, is, is nursing a little bit of an injury and. Uh, so she wasn't in the in the top like she normally is, but uh, yeah, Coach Moody is obviously taking over the the entire track and field and cross country program after serving the cross country role last year. So he's trying to figure out how to run the entire program. Brought on a new coach, Chris Hart, to handle the uh, track and field side of things here uh, last week. So I think we've got our staff settled, and now we can uh, start to build, uh, finish finish this year, and then build towards 24 with a strong recruiting class. Uh, but, yeah, and then I'm over here at the baseball field right now. Our guys are out here getting ready to scrimmage on a Saturday morning, and I've got to go in and do some uh, green dot training for a group of student leaders here inside uh, Ackett's uh, at 10 o'clock and then head over and watch some of soccer. And then the women's team starts at 2 o'clock this afternoon. Uh, volleyball is up at Grace, and uh, football has the week off until next week. Yeah, I was going to say, thank goodness the uh, the football Cougars are off this week. You're busy. My goodness. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the the green dot's kind of a, a side thing that I was pulled into. I'm a green dot trainer here on campus, which is for uh, promoting the awareness of sexual assault, sexual violence, and stalking. So we've got a, a group of student leaders that are coming in uh, to do some training with us this morning where we'll talk through what that means and how they can help be proactive on campus in preventing some of these things. And it's something I was asked to be a part of and, and certainly something that's uh, – close to my heart and something I like to, to make sure our student athletes here. So I'm going to go in here and do some two hour training and then go catch some soccer. Four, six, eight, six, two automotive color and supply text line, four, six, eight, six, two, put TS in front of your message, if you will. And Mike, we had a text that came in that, that asks a question about, let's say, uh, Indiana Wesleyan starting their football program. How does this impact the other existing football programs around the northern part of the state of Indiana, especially in NAIA? It, I mean, it, it just it, does it dilute the recruiting, or or what what kind of impact is felt? Um, I th- well, I think so. There's there's a lot to that one. I mean, when we started football back in 1998, there was no Indiana Wesleyan, there was no Marion, uh, there was no Concordia Ann Arbor. Um, we were kind of the the one show up in this area. So mm-hmm. um, obviously led to us having a uh, two decades of, of very strong success. Um, then Marion added a program, Wesleyan added a program. I think the obviously it makes uh, the recruiting tougher when you're recruiting against someone so close, especially someone like Indiana Wesleyan who invests so much money in their programs and have a you know beautiful stadium, weight rooms, locker rooms, all that kind of stuff. It's uh, It's another competitor, but I also think that we're a different school. Um, I think if you're a, a student that's looking for an Indiana Wesleyan education, you may not be comfortable at St. Francis and vice versa. Mm-hmm. Um, just because of their, their strong religious affiliation, we're obviously a Catholic and Franciscan institution, but uh, different in that regard. So I don't, 
you know, we, we don't compete head-to-head too often with Indiana Wesleyan. Marion is more of probably the school that we compete with because we're both a similar type of school. Um, but <clears throat> obviously the more schools there are around here, good for the NAIA uh, because we want to have NAIA represented in this area and give kids the opportunity to play in the NAIA. So from that standpoint, the more the merrier, bring them on. Um, but you do obviously have a, a little more competition for recruits anytime a football program starts up 40 miles south. Certainly, and, and very well stated as well. And, uh, and just as disclaimer, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we don't prep our guests when we get a text that comes in. <laughs> and so, so, and sometimes I, you know, I just uh, don't want to put them on the spot, one. but yeah. Uh, I could do that one. That's a good one. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, <laughs> When will the Cougar football team be back at Darcy Stadium, Mike? Man, October seventh. We've got a we got a little ways. We still got three weeks. We're off this week, and then we're at St. Ambrose, uh, and then I think we're at Madonna. Then we come home and host Siena Heights on October seventh, and then we've got the four out of five weeks where we'll have home games. So we've got seventh, the fourteenth, the twenty eighth, and November fourth, where it'll it'll go by before we know it. Um, but it's certainly been. One home game and now been on the road for a while and obviously stubbed our toe a little bit last week over in Illinois, but hopefully we can get back on track next week uh, with one of our longer road trips over to Iowa. Um, but, yeah, October 7th and then four out of five weeks in a row. Yes, a lot of Cougar football in the month of October, that's for sure. Yep, yes, well, sir. Mike, thank you so much for joining us, and uh, we'll talk to you next Saturday. Thanks, Jim. Have a great weekend. Appreciate it. All right, that was Mike McCaffrey, Athletic Director at the University of St. Francis in our weekly Cougar Chat. We're going to go ahead, step out, take a break, and when we come back, we're going to be talking with Mike Nutter, president of the Fort Wayne Tin Caps, in our weekly Tin Caps chat during this season. And uh, well, we're going to we're going to put a bow on this one. Uh, and I, I, I wish we were going an additional week, uh, but Mike was gracious enough to come on with us this morning and uh, and talk about the season we just completed. And uh, and it, it's there. There's been so many triumphs and so many positives. To come out of this season, it was uh, unfortunate to drop that one to Great Lakes last night, two to one. But uh, you know, back in May, who'd have thought that there, we'd even be talking playoff baseball in the Midwest League for the Tin Caps? Well, and with all the tin, or I'm sorry, all the uh, call-ups just here within oh. the past six weeks too. Right. I mean, this group really scratched, clawed. Even last night, just and couldn't get another one across the plate. Another two, I guess, across the plate. Yeah, and that's so much fun to watch when it's next man up mentality. And uh, and that's what you get in minor league baseball. And I know we've had texts that have come in that have asked about, you know, G is the parent club, you know, not liking their minor league affiliate. And and I know for for some fans it can certainly seem that way. And you know, Mike addressed that that uh, hey, it's one of those things. But if, if a player is worthy of going up, hey, send him up and, and give him that challenge of of even stiffer competition because on the way to that ultimate goal of, of making the show. And so. I think we've seen some of those players play well when they've got to El Paso, too. Sure. Uh, who've been down in Fort Wayne. So, you know, they've been good call-ups. It's just unfortunate, I guess, for Fort Wayne. But it's it's nothing personal. I mean, it just, no. it's and, just the business of baseball. And most of the players that got called up, we were waiting for that to happen right. anyway. Right. Based on what they were doing. They were, at some points, dominant in high A. So do you do you want to keep uh, you know utilizing that or hey sure who who doesn't want to win and win all the time but uh, hey we st- still did that was great and when they're all stars in San Diego we can say we saw them here first yeah yeah and some people go I got their autograph yeah 
So let's take a break and come back. And when we do, we'll be talking to Mike Nutter. You're listening to Talking Sports, powered by Automotive Color and Supply on 1380 The Fan, 100.9 FM. Caleb and Kenny in the morning. Former Colt great Bill Brooks with us. Were you a guy who ever used stickum or any kind of thing to make it easier to catch the ball? No, I can't reveal all my <laughs> secrets now. I can't say things like that. I would just say I wore gloves. I have some gloves on that they gave us that were club issued, and so they were illegal. So I wore some gloves, and uh, I will leave it at that. Caleb and Kenny, mornings at 7. Hear it all on the 1380 app, or download the latest episodes on 1380thefan.com. Cashback is not a on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Susan, I'm sorry I'm late. Traffic is terrible. It sure is. But on top of that, gas prices have been skyrocketing. I can't believe how expensive gas has gotten recently. Prices at the pump are up, but I never pay full price for gas anymore. I just use the free Upside app that pays you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get paid cash when you buy gas with the Upside app? Yes, I get real cash back every time I buy gas. And does that actually add up to anything? I've made around $200. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the free Upside app now. Download the free Upside app to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code GOLD for an extra 25 cents per gallon cash back on your first fill-up. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, to PayPal, or any gift card for Amazon. 25 cents per gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code GOLD for 25 cents per gallon cash back on your first fill-up. Honest Abe Roofing is the only roofing company in Fort Wayne that gives customers a guarantee above and beyond any manufacturer's warranty. We felt like Honest Abe had the best guarantee. That's easy to do when you use top quality materials with the best installation. Honest Abe was a little higher, but we feel like it was worth every penny. With Honest Abe Roofing, you get a quote, not an estimate, so you know what it'll cost before the job starts. And Honest Abe is famous for their easy payment solutions. Honest Abe Roofing, 286-ROOF. Your home is probably your favorite place and probably one of your biggest investments. So why should you as a homeowner consider an insulation upgrade? Most homes are under-insulated. Why is that a problem? Poor insulation allows heat in your attic to get into your home and cost you more to stay cool. It's time you discover Koala Insulation, simply one of the smartest home improvement projects you can do. So go online and book your appointment for a free insulation evaluation. Online at koalainsulation.com. Now back to Tom. In sports with Jim Shovlin on Fort Wayne Sports Station, 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Welcome back to Talking Sports, powered by Automotive Color and Supply. I know that cowbell anywhere, Mississippi Queen. All right. Oh. Well, welcome back to Talking Sports. Uh, if you didn't hear, the Tin Caps. Lost to Great Lakes last night by a score of 2-1, to one, thus ending their Midwest League high A season. But what a remarkable ride it was from the uh, struggling start to getting things righted. And, uh, my gosh, the, the, the coaching staff, the job they did this year was nothing short of uh, phenomenal. On the Talking Sports phone line, powered by Fire Police City County Federal Credit Union, is... One president of the Fort Wayne Tin Caps, Mr. Mike Nutter. Mike, good morning, sir. Good morning, my friend. It was a late night. It uh, didn't end up the way we wanted it, but like you just said, I'm so proud of the effort all year. Johnny Matthews leading this club. I'll never take anything away from the players that we had battling out the last several weeks, but we were just outmanned by what the Loons had up there. They only had one or two promotions all year from the Dodgers. And, man, we just fought and 
gave the fans something to be excited about when we went 5-1 and one against South Bend and we went over to Dayton and did just enough. And then, man, we won last Tuesday in front of that big crowd at home, the second biggest playoff crowd in the country, and it gave us all a little hope. Maybe we can go up there and sneak one out. And we lost 3-2 to two on Thursday night. Uh, we only had two hits. We struck out 15 times, but, man, it was 3-2. Umpires missed the call, but we're not blaming them. We didn't do enough to win. And then last night, Eric Karros' son, that's when, Jim, you know, you and I are getting old. When it's guys <laughs> yeah. we rooted for or rooted against, their kids are UCLA grads, and he pitched a gem. We had never seen him, um, and uh, he, he was great. And we battled a couple times, and we were inches away from a – game-tying double and some other things. But, man, you've been through enough of these seasons with the Mad Ants and just coaching on your own, and there's just joy in looking back. It's so cliche, but there's joy in the journey, and there's things that stick out through the year that were so great. As a front office, we talked about reversing some trends this year in terms of actual attendance and announced attendance. And we did all that. Our attendance with the playoff game was up almost 40,000 this year. But also, some fans were frustrated at times with all the promotions. But we reversed some trends on the field as well, even though we don't have any you know, control over that. Mm-hmm. We were 500 for the first time since 2015. We made the playoffs for the first time since 2017. And we were a hit or a call here and there away from having a game tomorrow night and being in the Midwest League Finals for the fourth time in 15 years. But alas, it it didn't go our way, but still a lot of excitement, a lot of uh, great memories. We're talking this morning with Mike Nutter, president of the Fort Wayne Tin Caps, in our weekly Tin Caps chat. And, yeah, and, and talk about the coaching staff and, and just the the fact that, I mean, in, in Johnny Matthews uh, is, is obviously where the buck stops. And, and he's the one that, that makes a lot of the decisions. But when you talk about the pitching coach and, and you talk about the hitting coaches and, and, and people that, that still, uh, you know, a guy that coaches first base has to know when a player comes in, you know, what his scouting report is, even, you know, on your own team that, you know, can you start a runner? Can, you know, can this happen? Can that happen? Can you stay out of a double play? You know, it, there's there's things you know what what's his move back to first you know it's, it's it's goofy little things you would think but these are things you got to know and you know you with do. the with the influx of of you know call ups and in things of this nature it makes it very tough on a coaching staff yeah I mean guys like you and me had to cram a lot before finals the night before because maybe we didn't do our work along the way all yeah. semester oh you heard but okay guys, sorry yeah I mean these guys really did it, and and it was a selfless group. Uh, You know, Matthews didn't win the manager of the year. I felt like he should. You know, somebody might think I'm biased, and I am, but I just watched what I saw all year, and Daniel Nava with the Loons did a great job, but I think they had one promotion this year. You know, we had 16, and again, not complaining. It's It's a credit to Johnny, and after the game last night, I walked in his office, and and he said, what do you think, Chief? And I laughed, and I said, I've never been more proud of a manager and the work done ever. And he appreciated that. I got a chance to address the team, and there was a lot of tears shed by everybody in the room. Um, but it was, it was more of a celebration of the journey. Some of the guys in there know they might not ever put on a pro uniform again. 
Some of the guys will have a 10-year big league career, but the coaching staff was amazing. Carlos Chavez led the pitching all year. We lost all five starting pitchers that we had. Yeah. I mean, that's that's fairly sizable to overcome, and and we did that. And and Austin Krobe and Dylan Lesko gave us a, a fighter's chance to win last night with six innings and two runs. I mean, that's you'd take that to start the day. And Aaron Bray uh, did wonders with the hitting. I mean, how many guys got promoted because of his tutelage and how great they were? Um, so much to be proud of. But it goes further and further. Jerry Sand, Jerry Downs coaching first. Uh, like you said, has to know every guy's move, has to know catcher's pop times, has to know everything. And we knew that stuff. On Wednesday, Thursday night in that close game, Colton Bender, our community player of the year, the catcher, you know, I don't think he'd mind if I said this because I think it's a fact. He's probably the slowest player on the team. I don't think he was ever thrown out stealing because of the homework that he did and the coaches did and the video and analytics people and the strength and conditioning coach and trainer. It was a great group. Everybody got along. The one thing that I wish, and I try and share it on here, but the one thing that I wish someday we could figure out how to show the the, 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 the Tin Cavs faithful, the fans, is just what the clubhouses are like. And the reality mm-hmm. of it is, is they're not always awesome and great, you know, And but this year's was. And there was a little bit of like kind of like a, a frat house mentality. I was getting a lot of a text from people yesterday. I'm nervous. I'm nervous. And I, I was replying back, you know, not with a canned message, but with a similar, I'm up here. These guys are loose. They think they can do it. They think they're going to play on Sunday night. And they're asking me, how many people are we going to have Sunday night for the game? And Victor Lizarraga walks by and he says, Mike, I hope I get to pitch in your ballpark one more time. Cause I'm going to show those fans who I am on Sunday. And so, Again, sadness a little bit, you know, that kind of stuff, but that's part of the deal. At the end of the year, there were four teams in the playoffs. We were one of the four. At the, the, you know, as of this morning, there's only two teams left. Um, I would have loved to have hosted one more home game for the fans, and, and as much as I hated to say it, get on a bus and take eight hours to go over to Cedar Rapids next week, but it's not to be, but, man, a lot of joy really a lot of impact in the community we did the the military appreciation stuff we did the homeless stuff this year with the Padres we made as big of an impact as we ever had and man it feels like as we get farther and farther removed from COVID those fans are coming back and I hope that bodes well for my buddies with the Comets this year that they're packed out all the time because when we do well they do well and vice versa and man it's just been a great journey and Jim to you and Brandon and the crew there, thanks for having me on every week. It's a long format where we can get our message out. You and I have done this together a long, long time, and I appreciate you as a friend and as a guy that gives us this forum because there's not a day go by that I don't talk with you, that I don't get texts from people, or I don't hear somebody at the ballpark saying, man, you guys are great. You guys must really be friends. And it's like, (laughs) yes, it's neat having this forum. So thanks so much, my man. Well, thank you. And uh, the ink's dry. If we want to run this back with the same terms, let's do it. <laughs> done deal. There we go. Uh, the 2024 season is taken care of. Yes. And uh, and before I let you go, Mike, you know we we talk uh, oftentimes about the major league players that have come through Northeast Indiana. Of course, Zach McKinstry of the Tigers, uh, Kevin Kiermeyer. 
of the Toronto Blue Jays and now, uh, you know, heritage graduate, Andrew Salfrank so awesome. uh, with the Diamondbacks. And and his start, uh, well, he, he pitched last night two-thirds of an inning uh, in that victory over the Cubs. He was credited with a hold. He pitched two-thirds of an inning perfectly uh, through five major league appearances. He's thrown four and two-thirds innings, given up no runs, just three hits, no bases on balls, struck out three. He's got a whip of 0.64, and anytime you're less than one, it's phenomenal. And, of course, to go along with that 0.00 ERA. And uh, you, you just got to feel good about a, a kid like that that uh, that gets an opportunity makes the most of it. No question. We love it. I mean, baseball is alive and well in not just the Summit City, but our entire region. And I saw some photos. I think it might have been the principal and some people from Heritage on the field with him. And that's just so cool. That's what it is. That's what gives the little boy in the car right now driving around going to a fall league practice or something, some hope. And with Josh Van Meter and all the other guys you've named and our buddy Hayden Jones that came through this year, mm-hmm. working hard in the minors, it's just so neat. There's hope, and the game is alive and well in our region, and that is so awesome to see. Maybe we see Max Clark, the third pick in the draft last yes. year from closer to Indy, but he should be a West Michigan Whitecap next year, and, and that'll be great. It's so cool that you mentioned Mr. Saul Frank because they're great people. The perseverance, it's so cool. And that's another one on the wall from, as my buddies like to say, from the 260 to the show, and we share that pride with all of them. There we go. Mike, thank you, and uh, let's keep in touch. Thanks so much. Bye-bye. All right, that was Mike Nutter, president of the Fort Wayne Tin Caps, in our weekly Tin Caps chat. And, uh, well, just think, he arrived here in 1999 uh, from King County. And uh, I don't know he was uh, that he was planning on being here at least 24 years. Uh, I think he was uh, in anticipating a, a shorter stay than that. But thank goodness for not only for our sports community, for our baseball community, sports community, and our community to have someone of the character and ethics of a Mike Nutter and his wife Beth, for that matter, too. She is involved in a lot of uh, things as well. And... Uh, Thank goodness we have uh, a couple that will dive right into the community and uh, and make it a better place. So uh, we, we thank them for that as well. That's going to do it for Talking Sports for a Saturday, September 16th. Thanks so much to Justin Kenny and his son Morrison for joining us this morning uh, to talk high school football. Thanks to Mike McCaffrey of the University of St. Francis, and uh, thanks to Mike Nutter of the Four Wing Tin Caps for joining us this morning. Thanks for your text as well and tuning in each and every week. Thanks to Brandon Podgorski for uh, for keeping it all smooth and keeping every uh, everything rolling. And uh, until next week, have a great week, everybody. I'm not exaggerating when I say this. QC Kinetics can change your life. You can live again without that chronic joint pain and without drugs or surgery. Hi, it's Caleb Hatch. QC Kinetics is advanced regenerative medicine. They take your body's own concentrated healing properties, put them right into your joints to restore and repair that damaged tissue that's causing all that horrible pain. 
The patient satisfaction reports are astonishing. Finally, a real alternative to the old ways of dealing with pain. And unlike surgery, there's no downtime with QC treatments. If you have constant pain in your knees, hips, shoulder, or back, you need to call and get a free consultation for the medical professionals at QC Kinetics today. Imagine this fall, moving around pain-free, doing the things you love again, walking, hiking, playing with grandkids. Call QC Kinetics and see how the latest advances in precision regenerative medicine can attack your pain and bring you lasting relief. Now is the best time to get started. 260-333-9383. That's 260-333-9383. 260-333-9383. Podcasts by Federated Media.